Live from Orlando, the city beautiful, it's the Wotown Podcast with your host, John Vaden, featuring all the letters from the kickoff section of this week's Orlando Sentinel. This podcast is not affiliated with the Orlando Sentinel. Cease and desist and any other legal action correspondence should be made in care of this station. And now, here's John. Thank you. There he is. All right. There is uh, Chad Cummings. Thank you very much again, sir. That is the uh, young man who taught me the uh, the pleasures of uh, eating pepperoni pizza slices uh, covered in Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. That's it. Uh, pepperoni and sauce is a Chet Cummings specialty. Blazing hot pepperoni pizza is what the man likes. And uh, maybe I'll have some uh, with him soon. When uh, maybe we'll wear ma- we'll wear masks together, and uh, we'll uh, stuff pizza in underneath the mask. You've seen that people eating while masked up. My name is John. This is uh, the Wotown podcast coming to you from O Town, Orlando, Florida, here in Central Florida. Uh, this is what we do every week. We read the uh, ticked-off section of the Orlando Sentinel. We put uh, we put a voice to the words. We put a voice, give a voice to the voiceless, and uh, we uh, we hear, we understand, and uh, we commiserate. That's uh, that's what happens here. On the Wotown Podcast, I read letters, and we all feel worse for it. All right? Um, That being said, I'm reading from the October 16th edition of the Orlando Sentinel Ticked Off. (coughs) So let's get started with, uh, we'll jump right into it. It's letter number one. Here we go. I'm thoroughly ticked off with delivery agents from Amazon, UPS, and FedEx these days. So many errors and flubs, it's incredible. I do my holiday shopping early, so I hate to imagine what it will be like as we get nearer to Christmas. Have all these companies lowered their hiring standards, or what? It's as if they are all staffed with incompetent, uncaring boobs. (laughs) Now, if you're a long-time listener to the Wotown podcast, and who among us isn't, you know that I like name-calling, and I like it when names are named. I would prefer to have license plate numbers and addresses, but if you can call people names, you're going to make the top the top of the list here on the Wotown podcast. And uh, this first letter does not let me down. This first letter has a problem with specific people. The carriers, the people, the last, uh, the people who are in charge of the last mile of that delivery, you know, 
You can ship something across country, around the world, get it to a warehouse, put it on a truck, but the last mile is what the customer sees. That's what the uh, the driver. That's where the driver has to come through with a smiling face and uh, speedy delivery, as the man used to say. The author says uh, that these are incompetent boobs. Who must they be hiring? I have the same question. Uh, I have been out of work for quite some time. I have applied to all of these locations. And uh, they're not hiring me. I have a... Uh, I have a clean driving record as far as they know. Uh, I have uh, an education. Um, and I'm not afraid of, uh, of dogs because I know the old trick. You carry, carry a roast beef sandwich with you and just be willing to part with that roast beef sandwich uh, when you spot a dog. That would be my trick out there. I've already thought of this. And uh, given the opportunity to interview with one of these people, one of these uh, three, three uh, businesses looking for carriers, I would spring that roast beef scenario on them. And I think I could get the job. But um, I don't know. There's a problem with the paperwork. There's a problem with the uh, devices that scan through resumes. The computer, you know, the robot, does not put me through to the next level. I blame the robot. I'm going to be blaming robots for many years to come. I have a feeling. That's just how I see the future. I'm ticked off. But let's move on to letter number two from the October 16th edition of the Orlando Sentinel. It starts like this. What is up with all this spitting in baseball? <laughs> some wear masks, some don't. Even those that do just can't resist to raise masks to spit. This was disgusting enough before the pandemic, but now so uncalled for. Don't they realize germs become airborne? Never could get why this is part of America's past time. Please, players, managers, coaches, use this time to clean it up. That is a uh, ticked off Central Floridian who has a big problem with uh, the outdoor sport of baseball. Baseball is mostly played outdoors, I should say. I guess there are some some roofed, some domed fields, uh, but even those feel like feel like an outdoor stadium. Uh, but when you're down on the field, you've got nine players, you got a, a few, uh, you got an umpire, a few. Uh, uh, you've got uh, maybe a runner or two. You always have a batter. You have to have somebody to bang the trash can when it's a fastball. Uh, so the crowd, I guess the, the field can get crowded down there. Uh, I guess if you're, uh, if you're Billy Martin and you're going to get up in the face of the umpire screaming and uh, letting the saliva flow, uh, forming a, a 
a thick blue cloud around uh, your conversation with the umpire. <laughs> you should probably wear a mask um, in those cases, but uh, but uh, you know the uh, the author is uh, upset that they're spitting. And uh, I guess when you spit, you're sending out some germs. Yeah. Yeah. The author. You know, when it's a toss-up here on the Wotown podcast, we come down on the author's side. Because it's not a question. The author is not asking a question. The author is stating an opinion. Uh, That opinion is valid here on the Wotown podcast. Um, there's no crying in baseball. Maybe there shouldn't be spitting in baseball. And there should be more masks in baseball and open all the roofs. Let's just, uh, try to do it. Let's clean it all up. You know? Maybe we could do, uh, we could put up some plexiglass partitions between, uh, the home base umpire, uh, the batter, and the catcher form a, a little drum drum kit box, a little drummer's box up there. <laughs> a code of silence. That was two letters. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to letter number three. Letter number three starts like this. Regarding the person ticked off that the Sentinel has the Gators on the front page of the sports section over the so-called hometown team, I hate to tell you that the Gators have by far more fans and more alumni in Central Florida than UCF. Now that is a uh, that is an author writing... Uh, in response, it seems, in response to a formerly ticked-off Central Floridian who wrote about uh, the Sentinel only putting the Florida Gators on the front of the sports section. And it sounds like that author made the case, we have a hometown team, the Central Florida Knights. Why aren't they on the... the, uh, cover of the sports section more often. Why do we have to look up to Gainesville to get our team? And uh, this person says, uh, this person, it's interesting, this person doesn't deny that. Uh, This author just says, yeah, it's true, I hate to tell you, that the Gators have more fans and more alumni in Central Florida than UCF. Now, I will... That, uh, I don't think that, uh, I I just have to say, that doesn't ring entirely true with me because uh, the Gators are up in in, uh, Gainesville. UCF is right here. Uh, Probably, probably, uh, I think I read it's 13 miles from downtown Orlando. About 30 minutes from Cape Canaveral. Uh, And it has... Uh, nearly 70,000 students enrolled, making it one of the largest in, uh, universities by student population in the country. One in the handful of large colleges and universities in the country, UCF is right there with them. So I don't know that they have more 
I don't know that UCF has uh, fewer alumni in Central Florida than the Florida Gators. I don't know about that. Um, they might have more fans. They might have more fans because uh, people in a state who enjoy a sport, let's say football, that's probably what we're all talking about. People in a state who enjoy football who don't have a school, like didn't go to school, the college, tend to pick the home, the, the home state team, the, 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 the school with the team named for the state. Florida Gators. That makes sense, you know. If I moved here, or I grew up here but didn't go to school, or went to a smaller school, maybe didn't have a football team, or did, and uh, we don't like to talk about it, that kind of thing, I picked the big home state team as my team. Why not? Every, everybody does that. If you want to have a team, and you don't have a team, you pick the big team. It's just uh, the one that's going to be on TV, you know? So that's probably, so that might be why there are more uh, 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 folks in Central Florida who want to read about the Gators as opposed to the Knights. And uh, I will, I will agree with the author here in uh, not questioning whether or not the Knights are on the front of the uh, sports section more often. I think they are. I mean, the Gators, the Gators. I believe the Gators are on the front of the sports section um, probably five days out of ten. And then any other sports news in the world, including the Knights, makes up the other five days. We here in Central Florida have a deluge of Florida Gator information that uh, I don't really care about. But uh, the Sentinel thinks that I do, and that is what they push onto me, and I, I, uh, I refuse to learn anything more about the Florida Gators. <laughs> that was letter number three. That was a good one. That was a good one. Let's see. Before I go to the next uh, letter, number four, let me put in a uh, personal ad from me to you regarding this podcast. This podcast, uh, as you may know, it works in tandem. We share a studio. We share a broadcast facility. We share editing. We share uh, a sales team with Channel 17 here in town, the local... Channel 17, the uh, 50,000 watt juggernaut covering Central Florida. Uh, and they, their, their team there, uh, asked me if, I, if they could do this for me. They asked, John, can we get you a phone number so that your, uh, the, so the folks that listen to your podcast can call in because I our team 
at the studio is tired of answering calls regarding your podcast. And I said, yes, that makes sense. I apologized. I apologized profusely that anybody would have to do uh, any work that was made necessary by me, that I was an obstacle in anybody's uh, day uh, toward having a nice day, you know, that it was my fault that somebody had to do any extra work. I just hated that thought. I said, oh my gosh, yes, please tell me that phone number. I will tell the people who uh, listen to the podcast and I will ask them to please stop calling the studio. So please stop calling the studio. Channel 17 uh, does not want to hear about the podcast anymore. All right. So they don't want to uh, answer questions about uh, where can we get a mug that says Wotown? Where can we get a t shirt that says Wotown? <laughs> So let me, uh, without further ado, give you that phone number to give me a call. It's a local number here. All right. Uh, So it's 407-900-6150. Okay. It's 407-900-6150. I want you to call that number and I want you to tell me why you are ticked off. I want to know what is going on in your neighborhood around your house. I want to know what's going on at the PTA, the PTO, the HOA. The uh, I, I just want to hear what the problems are, what your problems are, what's going on in traffic. I want names, as you know. I want addresses. I want, uh, I want license plate numbers. And we will get somebody down at... Uh, down at headquarters to run some plates for us, which I've always wanted a partner that runs plates. But now is our chance. Let's do the number again. It's uh, 407-961-50. I will not publish, broadcast, uh, state your name if you don't want me to. I won't do it. All right. This is uh, purely secretive amongst uh, us um, we who are ticked off but if you have a problem with somebody and nobody else can help and if you can find them maybe you can call the A-team that is the Orlando that is the uh, Wotown podcast not sponsored by the Orlando Sentinel (laughs) anyway I look forward to your calls I look forward to your voicemails, Um, but that'll be fun. We'll start playing a little bit of uh, audio from listeners just like you, okay? I'm going to move on to the next uh, letter. I think it's letter number four. I have lost count in my head. It's a short one. Here we go. I am ticked off that the county wants to enforce mask wearing on rides at amusement parks. Come on! Outdoors? More than six feet apart? This is getting ridiculous! You know, that, that uh, harkens back to the, uh, the baseball stadium, what we talked about. Outdoors, six feet apart. 
I guess there's less spitting at the amusement parks, although, you know, some crowds, some people, you know, I could write a, I could write a ticked off letter about it. Uh, but people out there are getting antsy. Uh, if you're listening later than uh, 2020, 2021, 2022, there is a, a COVID-19 pandemic. A pandemic. People are sick all over the world. People are wearing masks so as not to, uh, to uh, splay their germs out uh, in the faces of other people. People are wearing masks so as not to receive those spread germs. And we're trying to kind of knock this thing down. And uh, some, it seems, it would appear from this letter that some county officials think that uh, uh, masking up at an amusement park while you're riding a flume zoom is uh, the way to go. This uh, author thinks that's a little bit silly because I'm out there I've got the flume to myself I'm zooming outside nobody's out there catching my germs and yet I have to keep a mask on while I ride uh, so uh, everything as you can as you can see looking back from the past, from the future uh, oh person of the uh, 21st and a half century this is uh, touchy times. These are touchy times. And uh, people are getting ticked off about it. And uh, you and I get to reap the benefits. All right, We get to hear these problems firsthand. Uh, should I read one more ticked off or should we go to a commercial? I am uh, I'm looking across the studio through the glass partitions at the uh, station manager who is not looking at me, so I will uh, have to make a decision myself. Let's let's go to a commercial, which I hate to do, as you know. Somebody has to uh, pay the bills here, okay? I'm not, you, as I mentioned, I'm not working, all right? This is not, uh, this is... You know, people want to be out there working. We, we talked about the UPS job, the Amazon delivery people. I signed up for all those. I'm on the email lists. Nothing pans out. I would, I would relish the chance to be out there making mistakes on with people's valuables. <laughs> Dropping boxes from my car to a front porch. Leaving boxes on the wrong stoop. I can do that. All right, but I'll move on. I'll move on All right, this is uh, Letter number five or six something like that uh, Here we go. I just don't understand the need that people have to post a picture of themselves with their friend who just died Can't we just make it about the deceased Instead of you and that person? <clears throat> so this is... Uh, uh, this author is, is ticked off about people who are with a friend who dies and then they take a picture of them with probably like a selfie 
scenario. And then I assume it's all, it's posted on a social medium, you know. And people are ticked off about that, understandably so. That's awkward, isn't it? You, you you're in a picture your friend dies, and so your first thought is to put a picture up um, of you with that friend. Now, what you would say is, what the what the, let's say the person who puts the picture up, the posts the picture, the poster, I uh, would say I am remembering the very good times I had with my friend, <coughs> and I miss my friend, and uh, I want to honor my friend. So I'm going to put a picture up of my friend and myself. This is my feed. Here's my friend and me when we had a great time together. And um, I'm sad about how things have turned out. And But the author here says, Why do you need to bring in yourself to this person's story, you know. Why is this your story as opposed to the person's story, the other person, the deceased? Um, and I understand. I understand. We, uh, we have to consider motives, though, you know. Most people, I don't think, are so egotistical that a person dies, they snap a selfie, they put a picture up, and um, and they want responses from social media that say, I'm so sorry you lost your friend. You looked like you had a great time with your friend. You hear that? You, you, you. Huh. Maybe that is what they want. I mean, that's what social media is all about. I heard a call on a talk show recently uh, from an ER doctor on a national talk show out of New York. Um, an ER doctor called to say how much he enjoyed the host and the whole um, pack of comedy team around the host and how the host had gotten him through some tough times because he's an ER doctor and he's dealing with uh, a certain virus that's going around these days. And he went on to say that it is his pleasure to be a doctor, that he always wanted to be a doctor, and even when he was a child, he wanted to be a doctor. And helping people is what he wants to do, and he would do it for free if he could, and he just loves helping people and making people's lives better and being a doctor. And then he added a reminder that as a doctor, someone who works in a hospital, he could catch any virus any day, any time. That he is basically risking his life to go to work for people who don't say thank you. 
And he added that he is risking the life of his children and family by going to work. And he was uh, lamenting the fact that people did not take their health seriously and brought their problems into the hospital where he has to deal with them and perhaps take them home to, uh, to worsen the health of his own family. And as I was listening, I was thinking, you should not have said all that, doctor. Because I think on a certain level we understand that uh, <clears throat> people in certain lines of work um, have different levels of uh, problems or threats or obstacles or challenges brought onto them because of their chosen profession. But when you come on to talk about uh, the great, the the, the uh, nobleness of your profession. And you add to it that uh, you personally should be uh, lauded or uh, thanked or maybe you personally shouldn't have to deal with people, <laughs> which is almost what the message was coming from this doctor. Then your message goes out the window in my book. I listen to that and I think, well, you don't have to go to work. You know, I could step in. I'll take your doctor's salary. I've, uh, I've watched, uh, I've watched Clooney on the ER, you know. Um, I watched Quincy, okay, I know what to do. Uh, but, uh. But uh, but when you when you make it about yourself, and I guess I'm back to the uh, the uh, author's point. When you make it about yourself, you water down your message and you lose your audience. When your ego gets involved, you know, because your reader or your listener, in my radio case, your listener doesn't share your ego. Your listener doesn't care what it means to you. Um, or at least I didn't in that case, you know. I'm driving around thinking about how am I going to get a job. Do you hear my ego? I keep coming back to what's my job going to be? <laughs> and you as a listener, you don't care about that either. So I am in the same boat as this guy that I am just tearing down uh, when I was listening to the Stern Show. But um, I appreciate your indulgence, okay? I'll move on. I'll move on. I didn't need to get into that uh, about the good doctor. He was He's working hard out there. And um, he's doing everything he can. He just has to blow off steam. That's what we have to allow, is uh, more people just blow off steam. There's a lot of steam out there, you know? We gotta loosen up some, we gotta untighten some jaws out there, loosen up some hatches. 
But uh, that this has been a long show, I feel like. I can't tell. I'm going to take a break. Have I paused for a break yet? This, let's do it. Let's put in a commercial right here. They'll put one in and post, all right? Uh, you're coming to, coming to you live from Orlando. <laughs> this is the Town Podcast. Stay right there. Stay up late tonight with Channel 17 as the horror Lojing starring Vamp Gyra features the Ape Man versus the Ghoul. Worlds collide tonight late on Channel 17. It's the horror hijinks on Channel 17. Sponsored by Squeezo. All right, I'm back. My name is John. This is the Wotown Podcast. If you've made it this far in this show and you're thinking, John keeps talking about uh, needing a job. Yeah, that's right. I am uh, fully unemployed from a very, very world-renowned entertainment company. Uh a hugely a huge name in family entertainment a big name in streaming a big name in consumer products a big name in entertainment and i know what you're thinking how in the world how uh for the love of pete how in the world could the walt disney company let an entertainment mastermind like john go <laughs> <laughs> just as entertaining as all get out and the mouse told him to get out yeah that's what happened <laughs> um, the, the Orlando Sentinel as part of the ticked off section sometimes publishes the flip side they call it the flip side that's when that's when good things happen, and as uh, as you know, as a longtime listener, I do not like the flip side. I do not like to hear good news. I don't seek it out. I don't want to hear how somebody uh, uh, was. Uh, I I don't want to hear how somebody won a raffle, or that somebody paid for your Starbucks in line. Uh, or that, uh, you know, you found $5 on the street. That is not news to me. The news that I need to hear about is the news that gets you ticked off. Because I feel like that's the real news. That's real life. That's something I can relate to. Let me read the uh, flip side and we'll see if we can relate. Maybe maybe this is something that happens to everybody, okay? The flip side. Here we go. Thank you to the gracious couple who paid for our meal at the restaurant on Corinne Avenue last weekend. What a treat and surprise from people we just met. Pay it forward? Absolutely we will. Yep, that's never happened to me. That is uh, that is the flip side of my life. I'll tell you that much. People going around buying people meals. No, 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 no. You know, I, I don't even know why would you go out to eat and then accept a free meal from some couple, from 
the gracious, yeah, some couple you just met. And why do you call them a gracious couple? They paid for your meal. You should be the gracious couple. You just met them and they're buying your meal. And you said, okay. You know, I feel like these people are part of the problem. You know, somebody who does that. Pay it forward, absolutely, we will. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Maybe they will, I don't know. The fact that I can so easily not believe it and question the whole scenario probably says a lot about me. And uh, I suspect says a lot about you as an avid listener to the Wotown Podcast. Oh, boy. This has been a big one, Um, O-Town. Thank you very much for joining me again. I appreciate it every time. The numbers just keep going up. (laughs) Yes, I will sign off here, and I will leave you with a little bit of Blossom Sealy. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh!